0: You know, I really can't see myself ever saying, hey, uh, these pancakes are really good, but I need a little bit more syrup. Can you pass me that Pearl Milling Company? I don't think that'll ever fucking happen. What's good? It's your boy, Howie Snickers, and this is the Dirty Mouth Podcast. You can call me the Rap Game Dennis Reynolds, and let's get right into it. We're going to go over week three and some of the highlights of things that we saw, all right? So first and foremost, let's get into the Thursday night game to start things off. Carolina, man, and playing against the Houston Texans. Now, Carolina was already favored to come into this matchup, but, uh, you know, as I am a hardcore fan, I'm kind of impartial, and I don't like to give my picks on who won, but I was pretty confident we would win this one. Now, given the climate of the situation without Deshaun Watson being able to play, and Tyrod Taylor also hurt, putting in a third string back from Stanford. I looked at some of his clips from college. I mean, his highlights, he's a pretty smart quarterback. I mean, he has a bright future ahead of him, but I guess this week well, just wasn't it. Now, uh, we lost some key pieces here. J.C. Horn being out with a broken foot, and we wish him a speedy recovery. And CMC with a hamstring injury. But we still managed to pull that one off. Now, here's my thing. Carolina did the impossible and fleeced the fuck out of a trade because we just picked up C.J. Henderson from Jacksonville and traded away a second-string Tight end, Dan Arnold. Now, I don't have to hear Sam Arnold to Dan Arnold, so that makes me pretty happy. But here's my problem. How the fuck did we get away with getting a first-round cornerback from last year that wasn't utilized correctly in the system that he was in in the first place for a second-string tight end? Now, I don't know what Jacksonville is trying to pull off here. Maybe they're trying to tank again to get another pick and build up a dynasty or a uh, great team like Cleveland has done over the years of all the tanking, and now they're kind of a contender. Maybe they're trying to follow in the same footsteps, but Jacksonville, uh, historically, has been pretty fucking bad. So I would have to go ahead and say that we won in that deal. Carolina, uh, we play Dallas next week, and I'll get into that in a minute, but let's go through the rest of the games now. The highlights of this week, we got a 109 field goal return for a touchdown with Gus Johnson narrating that. Now, that was pretty fucking impressive. It was almost like this man was born to be able to narrate football because he just made it exciting. I'm pretty sure he could make a golf match seem like the Super Bowl. The emphasis that he put in that run, I mean, it was a big deal because it's never happened before. But at the same time, I just love the energy that he put into it. But speaking of field goals, we got Justin Tucker with a 66-yard field goal. Now, that's <laughs> almost, what, half the fucking field? What, over half of the field? the Three quarters of the field almost? Pretty fucking impressive. Now, I think that it barely went in, but hey, it is what it is, right? Here's my thing. The Lions got a delay of game—well, didn't get a delay of game— it wasn't called, so they should have won that game. But, hey, Baltimore is playing much watch football, like I fucking told you guys before, and I'm here for it. <laughs> it's fucking impressive as hell, all right? So some of the other games that I would like to get into is definitely the Packers and Niners game. Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> this man had 37 seconds. You want to talk about a two-minute drill? No. You want to talk about a one-minute drill? No. Almost half of a fucking minute with no timeouts. And that's still too much time on the clock for Aaron Rodgers. Now, I'm sure 49ers fans were holding their breath because they scored at the end and they won. Plus, great utilization of a fullback. You love to see it. It's almost a dying position in the field of football. And people aren't expecting you to run the fullback. He's basically a blocker. But uh, you got to give it to these guys, man. They make it work. Remember Mike Allstott? That man got the cover of Madden. Don't forget that these guys are professional athletes and they can play just like the best of them. Except for Gronkowski's brother who seems to fall off the face of the earth. All right? Uh, let's get into dickhead of the fucking week. Now, Lyle Collins. You know, you guys knew I was going to fucking call him the fuck out. This man bribed the fucking drug tester for the NFL to not pass a test. Couldn't, couldn't that be a federal offense? Like, criminally... I don't think that's a good fucking idea. <laughs> I just, first of all, you knew what was going to happen. I, I get it. Like, you're young in the NFL, and you didn't want to get in trouble. But, bro, I mean, it's just weed. You still got a contract. You just been suspended for a couple games. Sit it out and collect the fucking check. Speaking of being suspended off of weed, Josh Gordon's coming back, and it's almost like he's cherry-picking to win a championship because – he signed with the Chiefs. Now, why would a player do that? Now, I'm kind of on defense about him because he has an addiction, of course, uh, weed, and I'm not against it. I'm very uh, 420 friendly, if you catch my drift. But I think it's kind of fucked up that this man would brag about how every game that he started, he would either be drunk, inebriated, or extremely high. Now, I don't know if that's a flex or not. It's kind of embarrassing, especially when your team is counting on you and that headspace isn't exactly the one where you have a clear path of thought. Now, mind you, I get fucked up. (laughs) I get fucked up with the best of them. I don't think I'm going to make a decision to run the best route to catch a touchdown pass if I'm blazed out of my fucking mind. But back to uh, Dallas, you know, with the Lyle Collins situation being a dickhead, the Cowboys brutally destroyed Philadelphia. Now, I didn't know what was going to happen because I knew that was a rivalry game. I didn't think it was going to be that bad. It's very interesting to me. Dallas is the clear front leaders of the NFC East. Uh, It's going to take a lot for me to change my mind on that one. Washington is eh, mediocre, a 500 team at best. New York might go 0-17. And uh, Philly, they're trying to figure it out. Now, I don't know what's going on in that front office, but a lot of fans are going to start to leave the fan base because... You got, I, I just don't get it. The fucking message between Jalen Reger telling him he's going to call the coach on him. Now that coach can never show his face or wear a beat Dallas t-shirt again, because that is embarrassing. How do you hand the ball off less than five times to your fucking running back? Now, in my opinion, Miles Sanders is one of the best in the league right now. So I'm not understanding the game plan coming into that. Uh, I feel bad because Philly, you got a tough schedule coming ahead of you, but that's besides the point. Tampa Bay, Brady, did you know, not only does this motherfucker lead in touchdowns this fucking year, but (laughs) he was the leading rusher uh, against the Rams. Now they lost and is there need for panic? Absolutely not. Tampa Bay will be perfectly fine. You know why? Because it's Tampa Bay and it's Tom Brady. And did you see how angry he was just losing a week three game Just imagine that intensity. This man wants to win. And I could see him getting two more before he finally hangs it up. And that's perfect timing for us because we're going to rebuild. And we're going to be on top, hopefully. And I can see my team hoist up a fucking trophy. But until that man leaves, we are fucked. All right? Now, our defense might be fast and sprawling young. But Tampa Bay is the real deal. They have an all-star team. It's almost like the Golden State Warriors of the NFL. Speaking of which... They done signed Richard Sherman. Now, I don't know if you guys are following or not, but Richard Sherman has a podcast out right now. Now, if you sign up for it, I think he's on uh, Spotify and Apple Music. He's going to have all the news of what he's going to do. He posted it this morning to say that he signed with Hibba Bay. Mind you, he visited with Carolina first. So uh, I guess he didn't like where he was going. I guess he just wanted to chase another ring before his way out. Because obviously, they're the clear-cut contenders, even though L.A. had their number. Speaking of LA, I saw a comparison put up between Matt Stafford and Kurt Warner, and it was pretty fucking eerily similar for the year they went to the Super Bowl for the first three games. It's kind of freaky. However, you cannot compare. I know history repeats itself, but it's almost like you can't compare the two because it's kind of apples and oranges, which I hate that fucking saying because it's two different fruits, but (laughs) it is what it is. Let's move forward here. Let's talk about New York. Now, how the fuck do you guys have a fucking retirement for the quarterback that brought you two championships to your city and you can't even pull off a fucking win against Atlanta? Atlanta? Atlanta that has a wide receiver running back duo for their back. They don't even have a fucking back or they're out partisan. No offense to you. You fucking earned your keep in the NFL, but what? Speaking of the fucking Giants, Joe Judge said, and I quote because I wrote this down, Analytics is just a tool, I promise you. If Excel was going to win football, Bill Gates would be killing. Sir, if that's the case, then why haven't you won any games? If it's not about analytics and it's not about numbers, why have you not won a game yet? I hope we go to destroy you because that was one of the weirdest quotes that I've ever heard. Speaking of weird quotes, Jerry Jones and Micah Parsons, he said he was pure as the mother's milk. I'm sure that man felt awkward as hell after finding out that that he said that about him because that made me extremely uncomfortable as well. What does that mean? It seems like some old, ancient, ingrained racist terminology, because why would you say someone was as pure as mother's milk? Is he still breastfeeding from his mother's corpse or something? I need to know what the fuck's going on here. (laughs) Some weird fucking shit. Uh, but Dallas Cowboys, they fucking lead the league in fucking turnovers, takeaways, you know, like they, they get the ball back. That That's pretty fucking impressive because I thought that uh, Carolina had it there. Now, if you guys watch Monday Night Football and you watch ESPN, too, you know, Peyton Manning and Eli have their own little show that's going on. And Peyton Manning called out Joe Buck, which I found hilarious. That's my highlight of the week. He said that he doesn't like it when he has someone on the show that knows about coverage. He'd rather have someone who doesn't know anything about (laughs) coverage or defense. That's why he needs Joe Buck to talk. Now, I don't know if Joe Buck heard that, but I hope he did. And I hope I get a reply because that's one of the funniest things ever because Joe Buck doesn't know dick about football. Not only that, he fucking announces baseball games too. And I'm not sure if you guys are big baseball fans, but it's not something that you want to hear, I promise you. Joe Buck might be just as bad as Chris Collinsworth's voice. Not Chris Collinsworth, Chris Collinsworth's voice. All right. Uh, <clears throat> so let's jump into Denver and in the AFC West. You know, the Broncos have an unbeaten record, but it's against all the teams that are winless this year so far. So, how for real are they? It's kind of interesting to me because it's almost like uh, you are going to see their real colors when they play Baltimore this upcoming week. But let me not get ahead of myself. Uh, Buffalo, they destroyed Washington, as I thought they would, because, of course, Buffalo is a Super Bowl contender. So there's the juggernauts and there's the teams that you know are going to the playoffs and making it into the postseason. And then there's the teams that are fighting for their spot to get in. Now, Washington's a place that's fighting, and Buffalo is a guaranteed lot. If you had to bet money on that, I would 100% always take Buffalo over Washington. Uh, but you never know, because it's still early, and people can turn their whole seasons around. Speaking of people not being able to turn their seasons around, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, and I can't remember the other rookie off of name the top of my head, they are not doing too hot right now. Uh, they got a combined record of like what if one game has been won. And I understand like they're early in their careers. They have a long fucking road ahead of them. But it just seems like these guys, they're so eager to put a star and seats and get people to buy tickets to go watch them play that they don't care about building around the franchise. And that's where we fuck up. Yeah, building around the franchise, not caring about the team. Where does that sound familiar at? Oh, Devontae Adams. This man got a whole fucking concussion. I don't care what you say. The zoomer, the camera zoomed in on this man's face. He was lifeless. He could not move. Went to the medical tent, came back out in the next play. And in an interview, he said, I'm different. Bitch, know the fuck you're not. That CTE is going to prove to you how different you aren't. Because you're not going to be able to wake up and remember your daughter's fucking name. And then we're going to see how different you are than the rest of the motherfuckers in the NFL that have concussions left and right. Now, we need to take these NFL protocols a lot more seriously. Whatever you guys are doing over there to care about the safety of the players clearly isn't enough because that man shouldn't have played that game now we know good and well Aaron Rodgers could have won that without him he didn't need to be there it's only week three it's not his postseason I understand your fucking will to win but that was a little too much all right like I fucking said like I fucking said the Chargers would beat the Chiefs. I fucking told you. It's the Chiefs have three rookie linemen. Their defense is fucking hollow at best. And it's to the point where they're dealing with outside issues that are working their way inside with Andy Reid in the sickness. I do not see these teams being a legit Super Bowl contender. Now don't get me wrong, they're gonna win games. Like this isn't over for them. But the fact that they're in the bottom of their division is fucking crazy. The Raiders, the Raiders are up top. They haven't lost the game yet. And the teams that they've beat have beat over 10 fucking teams last year. They're legit they're fucking legit. The defense is legit. Their fucking offense is legit. Cars fucking rolling, but let's see what that translates to. I think Las Vegas is just trying to pay for that fucking stadium. You know what I mean? They got to win games. Uh speaking of winning games, I don't know how I feel about New Orleans. I think they're kind of fucking inconsistent. Now, Winston has some great throws, some great looks, kind of unlucky half the fucking time, but honestly, I think that They'll be all right. They have Kamara there. Uh, Mike Thomas is going to come back. I know he doesn't want to play for them, but if he's smart and he wants to get that check, he'll come back in the lineup. They could be contenders, but uh, fuck the Saints. All right. So jumping back to the Chargers and KC, because I almost forgot to mention this, and I definitely don't want to do that. Why the fuck is Mahomes trying to do all this fancy bullshit like no-look passes and... (laughs) bro just play the fucking game okay we get it you're a good quarterback but when you're playing a game and you're trying to win you do not need to impress with a flashy pass to get off all right just (laughs) fucking go through your progressions find the open man and throw them a fucking dart Put it over top so the defender can't get it and score some fucking points it's as simple as that you don't need to be flashy to win a fucking game grit and grind man grit and grind speaking of grit and grind (laughs) And old Ben Pittsburgh. Yeah, they're done. It's washed. It's no longer the Steelers division anymore. He needs to hang it up. He has the mobility of a tree stump. Did you see that man try to turn and scramble and just fell the fuck over? I'm sorry, but I think it's done. You know, they're, they have a plague of injuries around the league. They fucking got Devin Bush is hurt. TJ Watt is hurt. You know, and them playing Cincinnati, obviously it's a divisional game, but I think Joe Burrow and uh, company look really fucking good. The offensive line is holding up. I thought they didn't give a fuck about him after he got the ACL to protect that man to beef the lineup, but they're doing their fucking job and that connection that he has with uh, Jamar Chase is fucking awesome. Like They're doing their fucking thing out there and hopefully they win me some money because I got to bet on them next week. All right. The Thursday night game. So let's talk about the NFC West. That might be the toughest division in the NFL. With Arizona, St. Louis, oh, yeah, are they still, no, the LA Rams, excuse me, Seattle and the San Francisco 49ers, that division's up for grabs every single fucking year. Hard-nosed football, and you love to fucking see it. There's so much talent in between them, and they play so fucking hard every week in and out. It's up for grabs, and I just love it. All right. Uh, Before we jump into my picks for next week, a couple other highlights that I want to talk about is the Bears not having any uh, luck with their offensive line and not getting the ball down the field. And I think that has everything to do with the offensive play calling, because if you look at the fucking route tree uh they're literally a bunch of fucking curls and no one, there's no deep routes and it's kind of infuriating because they have a lot of talent on that team and you would think they'd be able to do something because Justin Fields he just wants to win. He said the game was moving too slow for him and this motherfucker got sacked 125 times. So it's fast enough, rook. And uh Seattle and Minnesota. I don't know about Seattle. I don't think they're contenders. I think they're missing a lot of key pieces. Russell Wilson, he's looking like week seven Russell Wilson. And that's a really fucking hard word to say. It's almost a tongue twister because if they are Russell Wilson. Well, that's besides the point. Uh, The running game, I just, I don't know. Minnesota, Kirk Cousins is a manageable quarterback. Uh, Dalvin Cook being hurt and Madison being in doesn't really affect them because he's a good backup. I mean, they can still win games without him. And we got Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, and their defense is pretty fucking stout. But their defensive line and backs, I fucking love to watch them play. That's, they've always been a very tough, hard-knock program, so they're fun to watch. But I don't think they're going to go far. And the Titans and the Colts, man. Titans, they they need to, they almost lost that game because they don't know how to hold on to the fucking ball. Like You have Derrick Henry, you have Julio Jones, you got these guys out here that fucking are amazing fucking athletes, I believe, uh, what's his name, Darius Leonard, fucking Derrick Henry, stiff-armed Darius Leonard, and pushed him back like five yards, like, what a freak act, there was one, there was a point in this game, where Derrick Henry lined the fuck up, like, that is, scary. that's tremendous for a fucking running back, you love to fucking see shit like that, man, I'm telling you, but let's get to the other side of things and jump into my week four picks. Okay, so my week four pick-ems for 2021. On Thursday, we have Jacksonville and Cincinnati. They're at the Bengals Stadium. Uh, I don't know what the fuck that shit's called. It's over there in Ohio, you know, probably the same place Ohio State plays. Cincinnati's winning this game, and I don't want to say that because they're a better team. I want to say that because they have more heart. Now, Jacksonville's going to stay in it. Uh, Jim Robinson's is going to score a touchdown. Trevor Lawrence is going to do his thing. It's going to be a battle of the uh, first round picks. But uh, I think Burrow fucking narrows this one the fuck out. And uh, Jamar Chase has a huge fucking game. Now, I don't know who the fuck the Bengals running back is. And that's very interesting because in fantasy, I try to pay attention to everybody and who's starting and who's sitting and injuries, but I can't off the top of my head for whatever reason. We got Washington at Atlanta, and Washington's gonna go home with a win there. Now Atlanta, uh, you guys are pretty fucking bad. Uh, I'm I'm just gonna be honest; like the team just isn't a good fucking team. I'm they need to sell that shit or something. I think they're cursed because they decided to do Chick Fil A's in the stadium, which Chick Fil A's not open on Sundays, and that's when they play most of their games. So what the fuck was the point of that contract? So you guys are forever cursed for the Lord's chicken. Uh, We got Houston and Buffalo. Now, I got Buffalo winning this game, being I also have a bet. I put $20 down that Buffalo will win by 17, and I will get $350 from that bet of free fucking money, might I add. Now, they're in Buffalo, so you know it's going to be tough there. They had the Mafia sauce, which I thought was fucking hilarious, and you love to see that shit and the camaraderie. This team is a fucking solid fucking team. Uh I'm sorry, Houston, you're just not there yet. Buffalo's gonna win this by like a couple scores. All right. Detroit at Chicago. I believe that Detroit gets a bad beat. I think they're going to win this game. I mean, it depends on Dan Campbell's fucking uh, employment, to be honest with you. If this guy doesn't win this game, he's in fucking trouble. All right. So uh, I'm going to say that Detroit goes over to Chicago and they win this. Unless they fire Matt Nagy, there's going to be some issues, which I heard there's some rumblings about them looking at some coaches in Buffalo, which, hey, man, make it or break it. If you can get over there and you can prove yourself and win a couple games in Chicago, they might love you forever. Carolina at Dallas. Now, uh, Carolina's defense is is insane. Dallas just is riding high off of the win they just had. They still stay home, okay? Uh, Dak came back for his first game. The stadium's going to be electric the what are they like seven point favorites here. I, I'm not going to give my opinion on that game. I'm just going to watch and enjoy. It's going to be a very tough defensive game. I don't think there's going to be many scores there because both teams are going to be shut down. But Sam Darnold is playing lights out as well as Dak, so it's going to be hard to tell. Miami and NAT Indianapolis. I'm almost 100% positive that the Colts are going to upset Miami. Now Miami looks like a good team, right? They got Jacoby Brissett, uh Tua Tagovailoa is out, but I don't know. I I feel like the Colts have to win this game in order for them to even stay relevant because they're slipping down a slippery slope and you know what happens when that goes down. I mean, I know they want Miami to lose and the Colts have Philly <laughs> that's where they can get that pick. But I, I think Miami's definitely going to lose this one. Cleveland at Minnesota. Now, I got the Browns winning this game just because of Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. I mean, Odell Beckham should be back, but that doesn't really mean much to me. Minnesota's defense is pretty tough, but we'll see what happens. Kirk Cousins, he's playing lights out football right now. Uh, expect a huge game from Baker Mayfield. I think he might have a rushing touchdown. War Two in this game, and I know it's going to be tough because uh, Minnesota at home—it's it's a sticky situation. Now we got New Orleans and the New York Giants. Uh, new Orleans definitely going to win this game, and I thought it was hilarious that the Giants put up a picture of their white uniforms with the white shirts and said they're debuting their new colors. And everyone was in the comments saying debut a win. It's pretty fucking funny. Uh, Tennessee Titans versus the Jets. Do I really need to say anything there? You guys already know what the fuck my pick is. Uh, I'm, we're moving forward here. Philadelphia, Kansas City. Philadelphia, this is my upset, will beat Kansas City. But the story won't be about Philly beating Kansas. The story will be about what the fuck is going on with Patrick Mahomes. He's going to have a terrible game. Now, I was talking to my brother-in-law, and he said, who the fuck is guarding Tyreek Hill? Who the fuck is guarding Travis Kelsey? Who the fuck is guarding all these people? But I'm telling you right now, it's going to be closer than you think. That's just how I feel. Philly usually gets blown out, and then they fucking beat a really good team. His, if history repeats itself, it'll be the same shit all the fuck over again. We got the LA Rams and Arizona. Now it's a division game, so that's up for grabs with anyone. And Arizona is undefeated as well as LA, but I feel like Arizona squeaks this one by. Expect a huge game from Kyler Murray because he's putting up Madden-like video game numbers, and I think that the Rams are gonna fucking full blitz this entire fucking game and try to get to him. But he's gonna be too fast and too scrappy, and I they're fun to watch. I, I'm sorry. Uh, Larry still hasn't determined on whether or not he's going to retire or not, but we miss you and we hope to see you come back soon, man, but enjoy retirement. If that's the path you decide to take San Fran at Seattle or Seattle at San Fran, San Fran's winning that fucking game. And hopefully we get some more highlights from Trey Lance because that motherfucker just enjoys the fucking game. And I feel like that was a great pick from him. Uh, Jimmy G is a very hard fighter, and he tries to stay in the fucking game, but I don't know. I think it's time to give Trey Lance a shot. You know what I mean? Like, if Jimmy G gets hurt, uh, so be it. That's usually how stars are born, and I don't wish any injury on that man, but I think Trey Lance might be the new franchise quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, Baltimore's at Denver. Baltimore's going to win this game, okay? Uh, Baltimore is tough. Baltimore is strong. Baltimore is a team that you do not want to face because they're going to put up a fight against the best of them. Now, uh, Denver is undefeated, like we've talked about, but they have uh, are beating teams with a record of 0-9, so that's not really impressive to me. We're going to see the true colors of Denver now. Now, I think Baltimore uh, has them by a slight edge, but Denver is going to stay in this game. Baltimore is going to win by the end. I want to give them a score of like 30-28. Uh, maybe like a field goal as time fucking expires but not the 66 yarder type shit pittsburgh at green bay now uh the last time they played each other was a super bowl uh ben roethlisberger might want to prove himself so he's gonna might step his shit up so he plays a better game but i find that very unlikely and green Bay's definitely winning that game tampa bay at new england now that is fucking insanity Tom Brady is going to dismantle New England and give Bill Belichick the final kick in the fucking nuts. He wants this man to know what he lost out on. Now, Tom Brady had an option. He could have went back if he wanted to, but he didn't. And as you can see, when Tampa Bay won a Super Bowl, he was enjoying himself. He was fucking drunk. He had to be carried. He was throwing the trophy on the book. He'd never be able to do that in New England. It's very uniform. It seems almost like, like a cult. You know what I mean? Like these certain teams where you just have to act a certain way and be like the Yankees and you're not allowed to fucking have facial hair and you have to shave. Something's very strange about that shit. Like it's 2021. It's time to move forward with that shit. But yeah, Tom Brady smells blood in the fucking water and he's going to attack. Expect over 300 yards passing. Expect the ball to be spread around. Expect him to be sitting by the third quarter because he demolished and dismantled this team. And finally, for the Monday night game, we have Las Vegas Raiders and the Los Angeles Chargers. Now, I heard that 71% of the seats that were bought are all Raiders fans, so it's more of a, a fucking Raider home game. Now, that's the Chargers' life. They, they've they always been like that. For Las Vegas to move from Oakland and the Chargers to move from San Diego to L.A., it's very interesting to me, but... I cannot tell who's going to win this game. I usually have my finger on it, and I think I know, but I get my picks, and I haven't been wrong yet. I don't think so. I mean, correct me if I have been. Please let me know. But I think that by a slight edge, uh, the Chargers might pull this one through and expect a huge game from Herbert. All right? So, you guys heard my opinions, you guys heard my feedback. I had to get this one out before Thursday night. Motherfucker, I chugged the 20-ounce Red Bull, that's why I've been talking straight through with no fucking editing, and I need to go to bed because it's 5.30 in the morning and a nigga is tired, but who am I? I'm just Howie Snickers, and I'm here to talk my shit. Thank you for listening to my podcast, and good fucking night. So, you know, in the summertime, I decided that I wanted to dye my hair blonde, right? And my kids did the same thing. You know what I mean? And I'm not really offended by it. It's flattering more than anything else because I love what my kids, when my two oldest sons want to look like me. You know what I mean? I I really enjoy it. Now, I go to work and my tips of my hair are dyed blonde. And a kid makes a comment to me and he says, yo, he was like, "Uh, why did you dye your hair? And I'm like, I don't know, because I'm a grown ass man and I fucking can. (laughs) And he goes, yeah, he was like, I'd be afraid to do that. I'm like, why? He's like, I don't know, because if I didn't keep up with it, then I'd look like a clown. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, if I didn't get a haircut and my hair just had blonde on top of it, then I'd look fucking stupid. Was that a sneak diss? Was he coming for me? Be real with me. Be real with me. After I post this podcast up and you can fucking comment on this shit on my page, on my Instagram, and I fucking share this, I need in the comments for you guys to let me know if that motherfucker was playing me or not. I, I would truly fucking appreciate it. All right. Happy holidays, motherfuckers. I'm back.